so I really went 24 seven, like I was sleeping as little as I possibly could just so I could keep up. Um, you know, when I, when I get hold of something and with work, I go, I go all in, like I really do. And it's kind of to my detriment sometimes. So in January, I burnt out properly. Like I literally couldn't even listen to a conversation in real life. Hey, Wiki Hunters, welcome back to the Art of Photography podcast, where we share artists' journey and we get to learn how they get to where they are today and find inspiration to their journey. And today we have somebody from down under um, and he's very, um, he loves the ocean. He takes beautiful, beautiful photograph of the ocean. I know him from the NFT space and he have a beautiful collection of that as well. So let's welcome David. David, how's it going? Good, thank you, mate. How are you? I'm doing well. I see that you have a little bit of flu there. Um, hopefully yes. it's not too bad. <laughs> No, no, it's, it's got me. I've been out for a few days, but um, I'm, I'm glad to be here and I'm, I'm happy to do the podcast. Uh, we'll get through it. <laughs> yeah, you're working too hard, man. You need to uh, take it easy. <laughs> Definitely. That's no yeah. joke. So, uh, you know, uh, thanks for um, being here. And I know we have a little bit of mismatch to, um, you know, to have this recording. So I'm glad to finally, you know, sit with you and make this happen. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. I've been following your journey in the NFT journey and as well as following your um, your photography and your creative world. So it's been like an inspiration just to see that, right? Um, and that's why I want to talk with you. I want to chat with you about your journey. I know that more often than not, you know, we don't get to share our life story, but it's more about the, the, the photograph or the art. So I'm excited to, to be able to learn more from you. Um, I guess let's start with, you know, how did you find photography and what it is that makes you fall in love with it? Um, yeah, that's a good question. So it kind of fell in my lap. Um, I have always been an artist for as long as I can remember. And I got into graphic design quite late as a, a, a career. Um, I worked my way up to creative director role, which was a really good proud moment for me. I was happy to have uh, achieved that. And then I was working in the studio with a lot of really talented uh, photographers and, and cinematographers directing shoots. And I just started to get obsessed with the gear and the settings and, you know, what we saw on set and then the final product. And it was just, it was mind blowing to me that they could shape light and, you know, create these amazing images from what looked like a fairly rudimentary set um, in the studio. So I just started to go down that path and, and I got sucked in big time. <laughs> um, and little did my boss know, but I was grilling my uh, photographers every day and finding out their settings they were using and what equipment I should start out with. And eventually I invested in my own little setup and, and just started um, exploring the world of photography and, and video. And it's been amazing. I, I, yeah, I fell in love with it, as you said. That's amazing. And... You know, it's uh, it's interesting. You know how everyone kind of fall in love with photography or fall into photography. So it's it's great to hear that. And um, was there a moment in time where you know you do photography or you go out for an adventure and you capture a photo or whatever it is in your life that makes you you know like um, was there like a time that you can put 
um, that was the turning point or uh, that makes you like, wow, you know, I want to do this. Uh, I want to do more of this. I want to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah, I think there was a couple actually. Um, so the first was I was a bit crazy and I took a client on and I'd never shot video or audio or anything before. And the client flew me from Sydney to Las Vegas to shoot a child expo convention, <laughs> which was mental. I was all, all my um, instincts were telling me, don't do it. You're going to fail. You know, it's going to be terrible. You're going to embarrass yourself. And, and my wife just said, just do it. You know, this is a chance for you to find something else that you love and, and who knows where it will take you. And so, so I did, I flew to Vegas. I stuffed up so many shots and settings and audio and made all the terrible mistakes you can make under the sun. But the client were really happy and they, they invited me back two years subsequent after. So I did three years on that job, actually. Um, so that moment in time gave me the belief in myself that you just have to do it and you just have to, um, you know, do the best you possibly can with the equipment you have and your knowledge and, and skill set will come as you build. And, and that's what's been, that's what's happened. I've, I've been able to, over the past five years, just build up that skill set to a really high professional level now where I'm confident. And I don't have that voice saying, don't do it, you're going to fail. <laughs> you know, so that was one moment. The other moment for photography was when I got a drone as part of my sort of video offering on my business. And I started to shoot more photography to just work on composition and work out sort of angles and light and um and that was yeah that was a moment when i when i realized that i had a really good eye for composition and light in drone photography and it was quite a unique thing back at the time there were a few big accounts doing it but now there's you know thousands whereas before it was more like tens and hundreds um and so i thought that that was a niche that i could really kind of accelerate in um excel in sorry so yeah those two moments really define my journey in, in photography and video i'd say Wow, that's really cool. Um, you know, I think I already find inspiration in that. I think that's really cool to to take a leap of faith like that, especially, you know, never uh, never shot one before, like you say, or, you know, like not, not in that setting. And you flew all the way to Las Vegas. Um, I know. It was terrifying. <laughs> that is crazy. So my friend, let, sorry, yeah. my, my friend, friend let me a Canon 7D and um, I, I literally spent two days before flying out learning how the function and the, and the menu settings and he gave me a quick rundown on some things but that was it it was really baptism of fire you know that's 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 really awesome because um, I mean I, I don't know if you do you ever have this feeling you know when you want to post something on the website or on Instagram you always think like ah uh, you know it's 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 not perfect yet. I like, I need to do this. And then, you know, you, you edit this part of it and you go like, mm, I still don't like it. There's something about it. And then you keep going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, um, you know, and you ended up not posting it anyway, right? Yeah. Have you ever had that moment? Yeah, definitely. I know that feeling well. Um, I have pieces that I've been sitting on for four years that I'm still not happy with. Um, and then some days you, you know, you, you've got your own presets there that you've crafted over the years and you just, you click a button and boom, the image is perfect, you know? So it's, it's funny how it works, but yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, that's uh, exactly right. And you know, this, um, what you did in this, um, in, in basically in, um, in that first gig was like literally just, 
brush all that, you know, um, doubts and just go, you know what, I'm gonna fly all the way halfway around the world, you know, for those of you, for the listener who don't know where David is, um, he's in, you're in the East Coast, you're in Sydney or Melbourne? Yeah, just just a little bit south of Sydney, Wollongong. Of Sydney, exactly. So, uh, you know, you flew all the way around the world and um, just uh, pick up the skiing. So that is amazing, you know, um, and that just goes to show that sometimes a lot of this thing, a lot of doubts are only in our head, you know, um, it turns out yeah. that your client really loves it, even though, you know, you, you say that you, you screw up a lot of settings, a lot of audio and stuff like that. So that's, that's really awesome. Um, so I, I, I do see a lot of your, um, your photography are, um, are mainly from drones, you know, there's um, a lot of beautiful uh, photo of the coast, as well as, you know, of the wildlife, especially ocean wildlife. Um, is that is that something that you draw to? Because um, I know that around Sydney, there's a lot of waterfalls and stuff like that. But is there a reason that makes you, uh, you know, shoot the coast, that makes you um, follow people surfing or, um, you know, the, the wildlife around the water? Yeah, so I'm a big fan of hikes and waterfalls and all things mountain as well. However, I tend to go off the track when I go out there and don't, I don't take gear or anything. I just take my family and, and we go and enjoy that bushwalking and, and just be really out one month nature. So I haven't had the chance. I've, I've shot some wildflowers and a few things just to play around, but I haven't really found a passion in that side of things. I, I kind of tend to feel freer when I'm just out there enjoying it. Um, that's just personally for me. I, I do admire waterfall shots with the long exposure and think, wow, I'd love to give that a go, but I, I haven't got there yet. Maybe one day. Um, but I think the coast stuff, um, so I've always gravitated towards surfing. Uh, my dad got me into surfing when I was about five. And so it's been a part of my life as long as I can remember. And um, the photography side, it was a real tug of war because I like go to shoot sunrise and there'd be waves and I'd be like, oh, just go surfing. So I go surfing more than I go shooting um, still to this day. But I really do love the, the fact that I can be there, go for a surf, get some waves, and then, you know, come back out, launch the drone, get some shots as well all at the same time. And it's quite an enjoyable uh, way to kick off the day for me, for sure. Ah, that's ex that explains it. That's why you're, you, you know, you go out there, take a lot of people serving. So that's, that's really cool. Um, you know, I, I'm, um, I, I try, um, well, it's not that I try, um, I tried to get back to surfing, um, the other day and, um, I got rocked by the waves real hard. Like, you got rocked. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, we, we get rocked in, uh, in crypto space, but I got rocked in Lima. <laughs> and, you know, coming back, seeing the crypto space crashing, I was just like, I felt like I almost drawn like so I'm like <laughs> okay I'm still alive but um, no, that's yeah. awesome. um <laughs> it's man serving is a lot of fun and um capturing I must say yes. capturing people serving from a drone is a lot of fun and um it's uh it's a lot it's very difficult as well to capture because um you know like um sometimes they speed up right they they turn and then they they speed, they oh, speed yeah. up and sometimes they came back and then slow down so like you you kind of need to know where to go when to stop and have that is it because that you know you're a surfer yourself that you're able to understand that movement so that you could capture um this photograph um better 
yeah, I, I think that's definitely the case. I see um, I see a lot of guys who haven't been in that surf culture and they'll, they'll message me and say, you know, how do you get these shots? Like, I just can't get these guys in frame, you know, and it's about predicting where they're going to be. That's a lot of it um, because you can line up a shot and then next thing you know, they've dropped in and they're out of frame, they're gone. So, um, yeah, even for me as a surfer, it's really difficult. Like, I think that's what I really love about it is the challenge. Um, you might shoot a thousand shots and get three that you're happy with. If that, you know, you might get zero. So, I mean, that's with everything, right? Though Every genre, every subject, we all put a lot of time and effort into perfecting those shots. So that's what definitely why I love it. It's, um, it's a real adrenaline rush as well, being flying a drone in the sky for one, while trying to think about your settings, think about composition, you know, light direction, all those things at once. It's like a video game almost. It's, yeah, it's really enjoyable. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Um, you know, a lot of people kind of see, um, you know, um, all of um, our beautiful images and they think, you know, um, oh yeah, all you got to do is just get a good camera and take uh, a, a few hours of lesson and kick a couple of shots. But what they don't realize is the amount of shot that you take, you know? Um, I mean, um, I think I have like about 200,000 shots or something on my life <laughs> now. And yeah, probably a good 10% of them, you know, that, that is that I'm really, truly proud of. Um, if that, probably a lot less. If that, yeah, probably less, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it's it's such an important um, important thing to to kind of um, talk about because a lot of people don't understand that journey. And when they give that a try, you know, I I have taught a few students um, where they just given up and they're like, you know what, I'm not good enough for this because uh, my photos just doesn't look like yours or like this other people in Instagram. I was like, well do you know how long it takes us to get there, right? So, yeah, it's such an important um, thing to talk about. Um, but I see that most of your shot from drone, is that, um, is there, do you actually take photo from a camera as well? Um, or is that yep. where you find your passion and that's where you get, um, you know, energized and excited about, um, about photography, the drone? I think, um... <clears throat> I do shoot stills with uh, DSLR. I've got a mirrorless, sorry, um, the Panasonic GH5. I got that predominantly for video because it's a, it was a very affordable um, beast of a camera. Like for what it was, you know, for what you pay for it, I was getting 4K 60, uh, 180 frames per second at 1080. This was back in 2017. So it was a beast, beast of a camera and could shoot stills. It's not the best stills camera, you know, there's a bit of noise in there with low light. So um, it's not perfect, but I do use it. But I'm most proud of those images through the drone in that um, they just, they, they sum up, they summarize my art more than anything else. You know, I still shoot with the camera, the stills camera in the water. I've got a water housing. So I'll jump in the surf and swim out and get some shots of surfers and, and I'm still not at a level with that that I'm proud of yet. It's still a very much a work in progress and a learning curve for me, which is fine. I, I enjoy that I'm still learning. You know, I think having a, a um, art form to practice and uh, get better at is a gift, you know, so I'm, I really enjoy that. But in terms of selling art um, and putting it out there into the community, those images that you've seen, uh, they're, they're, um, they're my best work. They're, they're what I love to put forward and, and show people what I can do.
that's incredible. Um, you know, it's um, I, I, you know, your photo is just breathtaking. It uh, it really reminds me of the beautiful coast of Australia. Uh, I believe we have the best coast in the world. Um, probably, um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm a bit biased because I'm from Australia myself, but <laughs> but um. So when you take photo of these um, surfers and stuff, how low do you go? Um, are you um, are you not afraid of um, can I you know because um, you got an offshore wind um, with the waves and all that stuff? Is that of a concern when you fly the drone close, or do you try to kind of you know keep the distance so that um, you are further away from from the from the water? So I like to get really low, like one to two meters off the surface. It just it just provides such a great image. I've, I've tried other angles and things like that, and they just don't work out quite as well. It kind of you lose that impact of the um, the subject. And one of my favorite compositions is to shoot directly at the sun with the surfer silhouetted um, by the sunlight, but just be close enough that you can still get detail in the surfer. Um, I will keep my distance with people I don't know, but if I've got people that I a local break where I surf, everyone knows me, you know, that I'm a drone photographer in that space. They quite enjoy getting shots of themselves anyway. I will get quite close. And so they're, they're fine with that. Um, I try not to get above people too much because if it was to fail and fall out of the sky, then you're probably going to hurt someone quite badly. So... <clears throat> more directly in front and um, get sort of within, I don't know, a, a, good dis a good distance that you can still see detail in the person and, and the subject so that they're not too uh, noisy. That's good advice, mate. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of people that doesn't consider that when they fly a drone is that when it fails, it could definitely hurt people. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's actually illegal to fly above people, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's good that you, you mentioned that. Um, yeah, so uh, I'd love to talk about, you know, some of the work that you um, continuously put out on, um, you know, on, on your, uh, as an NFT as well as uh, in, in, in your Twitter of, you know, the whales and the, um, you know, some of the wildlife in the water. How do you go about um, finding these um, creatures, beautiful creatures, as well as, you know, um, like, what does it take to be able to capture or find and capture them? Yes, um, I wish I knew <laughs> is the answer. Um, it's just potluck. It's just like, I mean, there's been a couple of times where I've been into some group chats and people will say, you know, oh, there's a pod coming up the coast right now and they're being seen at this place. So you can kind of predict. But I genuinely like just deciding like today, I'm probably going to go drive down to Kayama around golden hour and hope for the best because they're on the move at the moment. And so it's really just about being out there and, and um, you know, experiencing what nature has to offer. So I've gotten very lucky in the past, but I've also lucked out a lot of times. You know, you go, you hear these reports, there's whales around, blah, 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 and then you go looking for them. And, and even if you can see them sometimes, you can't even find them with the drone. So it's really just um, luck and just uh, consistency, just trying to find them by turning up. And, you know, there's always something to shoot if they're not there. So, you know, you might get another composition or the sunset or whatever. It's, it's, it's just about being out there and shooting for me. That is a great advice, man. Um, you know, I think uh, 
a lot of us photographers put uh, experiences um, forward um, on, on top of uh, the photos that we're going to capture. You know? So we would still go out there and take our chances, even if we might not get anything um, out of it. So um, I think that's that's what energizes us. That's what makes us um, excited about life. So that that's um, that's cool that you get to, to do more of that. And, um, you know, so what um, what are you you know, like you have, you have put up a few collections out on NFT, and you know, congratulations uh, by the way on the on the Solana. Um, oh, thank you. That was mind blowing. That was absolutely mind blowing. I couldn't believe it. In a bear market, it was just like, what what is happening? <laughs> so yeah, I probably focus on Solana for a little bit, to be honest. Um, just at the moment, may as well ride that momentum, and um, it allows me to put some work out that. You know, I can uh, I can actually choose a bigger collection of work and and curate bodies of work because on um, OpenSea and Foundation and things like that, I've I've had some sales and success, but I've never sold out a collection. So um, it's nice to see that enthusiasm on Solana and collectors are very keen for photography. So yeah, I was blown away by that. It's just been wild to see that actually happening. I think it was two days, like 12 pieces are just gone. So yeah, I'm dropping something this Friday um, as a second collection and then keep going from there. That's incredible. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know what's NFT, I actually have uh, a podcast um, talking about what's NFT and uh, the Solana and Ethereum that David's talking about. It's basically um, kind of the the currency that become the platform of where you could sell the NFT. Um, but I'd like to hear more about your NFT journey as well. You know, so what what makes what drawn you into the NFT in the first place, and how did you find out about it? Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> I um, was really lucky in that I was in a great community on Instagram with a lot of drone photographers and and just artists in general. Um, and I built up a pretty good following on there through just networking and, and sharing my work. Um, a lot of opportunities came up through Instagram, so it was really good. And then it just started to <clears throat> just started to die off quite suddenly when um, Facebook took over and they did you know all the changes and yeah, I think most photographers would understand what I'm talking about. Um, so it just became quite discouraging and I started to to just. I don't know, not get depressed, but it wasn't really a, a healthy space to be in for me. So I, I stepped away um, and just focused on my family and um, my job. And I was basically thinking that I had to get a, a pretty, um, you know, solid job to secure, like for security for my family that didn't really have anything to do with art. Cause I was like, I've given it a go. I've tried and it's not, it's more of a side hustle and I need to focus on my career and just get a job, you know, maybe in finance or something where there's better money, um, you know, which would probably be soul crushing for someone like me. <laughs> but anyway, long story short, I saw some friends get into the NFT game and they had huge success. And my brother had told me about it the year before. And I sort of thought, I don't know what you, sounds dodgy. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, I didn't, I didn't want to have to go to another platform and start again. What I've done with Instagram. Instagram I thought I just don't have the energy to do that again but I should have at that point because it was like November 2019 and that's when you know everything was kind of exploding but anyway 
I saw some friends have success and then I messaged them and said, you know, what's, what's the go here? How, what's going on? Because they sold 60 pieces overnight, you know, they're massive success on Ethereum. And they just ran me through everything. And I thought, okay, I'm going to give this a go. You know, I'll just start slow and I'll take my time. And, um, and then when I came in, everyone was just killing it. Like everyone was making sales. So I started to get really quite anxious and think oh, I've got to get in before it's too late. So I rushed my whole thing and like, I just grabbed a whole bunch of images that I was really proud of and put them out there quite a high price as a newbie. Um, and thought, you know, I'll, all these other guys are selling work for that. Why can't I? So I launched this collection and I sold a few pieces straight off the bat. It was really quite um, amazing. And then it just stalled from there. And I was like stuck with this, all this art that no one was buying. Um, and so it was a mixed journey, to be honest. But yeah, the entry was good. I launched, people received it well. Um, and I've just been welcomed by the community and, and connected with people like yourself. And um, it's been incredible. That side of it has just been absolutely amazing. And that's why I'm still here, to be honest, because my art stalled and I didn't have a lot of energy to just keep marketing stuff that wasn't going to um, provide me any uh, return on investment at the time. Being a family man, my time's so important. So I started to think, you know, what am I doing here? But just the friends and everyone building each other up and connecting was so much more positive than something like Facebook or Instagram or any other platform. I get to talk with, you know, have these podcasts and, and connect on Zoom calls with other creatives and, it's just kept me really focused as an artist to believe in myself and think, you know, that this is something that's really special that we've all found and I want to stick with it. And even though times are tough right now, as you know, I think it's important to keep focus on your art and, and be positive. So yeah, that's been my journey, I guess, um, how I got into it and why I'm still here. Yeah, that's, that's cool. And, um, you know, I know that a lot of uh, people are, uh, skeptical about the NFT and you know what's um, what's what's possible and it's 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 crazy to see what's possible in the NFT space because at the end of the day it's it's not a it's not it's not a way to make money it's just a tool and you know how you make how you plan to use that tool it's really entirely up to you so um, I'm really excited actually to see you know where this this nft um kind of gonna develop to um you know in the future because it's yeah i i just see that so many people already coming up with so many creative ideas um mm. so whew, you you know you have a family you have you do your photography and you know now you jump into the nft world which is you know going like thousand miles per second or kilometers per hours right um what is <laughs> whatever metric you're using, um, how do you find the time to be able to do all that? You know, cause that all of that takes time. And um, you know, it's, it's always hard to be able to find um, a time to be, to be active and to be present um, in, uh, so that you can stay relevant in the social media, let alone, you know, with, everything that has happened with, um, you know, family and everything in real life. So how do you find the time and what it is that you do to, to be able to balance that? Yeah, it's a really good question. One that I'm still figuring out, to be honest. Um, I just dedicate as much time as I can to my family first. Um, but my wife 
is very supportive and understands the success that's the potential success in this space with web three and so i we've worked out kind of a routine around it where i say you know i need to do this much shooting to create art for one that's the most important and then i also need to do the networking and the marketing as well and so it is i am treating it like a business in that i lock in for a certain amount of time I make sure I'm very productive and then I log off and I, you know, I'm not just scrolling my phone and all that sort of stuff. Whereas when I joined the space, the reason I've gotten to that part is um, I, I learned the hard way. So when I joined the space, I, I was just on 24 seven, like you said, it's like moving a thousand miles per hour. My brain was absorbing, you know, information so fast that I didn't really know how to keep up. Um, and I burnt out, to be honest. I joined, officially joined, I, I minted a collection in March of 2021. And then I officially joined NFT Twitter in September because I didn't, I had no idea that that's where you did all your marketing. I thought you did it on OpenSea. So anyway, that's another story. But um, I then from September felt like I had to play catch up because everyone was, you know, go, go, go. And then people were killing it. Like I was just blown away at how many sales were being made every day. It was horrible. Like I've never experienced anything like it before. I never want to again. And I don't want anyone else to have to go through it. Um, and that was just purely because I wasn't looking after myself and I was just focused on NFTs. Um, so at that point I was forced to take, a break and step away. Um, I missed a whole lot of opportunities. Um, I felt really horrible and it was a really negative experience. Um, but I've come back from that. I rested, I focused on family and just what I could do to get myself back to normal. And then now that I'm in a better place, I'm very wary of that reality and, and making sure that, you know, my time is spent very well um, when I'm online. That's incredible, man. Um, you know, thanks for sharing that. Um, you know, um, I think burnout is a really difficult thing to to avoid, especially when you try to achieve something very um, hard. And um, like for people who are in the office, you know, if they working for to make a living, when they get burnout, it's it's gonna work. But for us, because it's the things that it's our passion. It's what energizes us. It's what makes us alive. So when you burn out, you kind of lose, you know, everything and, you know, lose that passion. So I'm glad that, um, you know, you, you take your time off and reprioritize. So how uh, can, can you share with us a little bit? How, uh, what, what did you do when you, when you have that burnout, you know, did you lose your passion for photography for a little bit? Um, if so, how did you get that passion back? And, you know, I know that I see you uh, more active again, um, you know, and of course you're, you, you're crushing it as well with the, uh, with the NFT collection in Solana, right? So um, how did you kind of spring back from that and um, basically uh, stand stronger and, you know, taller from that experience? Um. So several things have contributed to that. And one of it is the community. One of it is um, a really good friend of mine that I've made online called Jason O'Rourke. You might know him, Jason O'Photo. He literally just carried me through, even though I wasn't online. I, I, was, I was literally, I couldn't be, I had deleted Twitter. I was offline completely 
because I was like just a, a mess. You know, I feel so bad for my family because my wife had to pick up the slack. I couldn't even uh, help with the kids or anything. It, it was it was very serious. And the only reason I'm sharing this is not to be a victim and, you know, feel sorry for me. It's to let people know how serious it is and that it, what can happen. I think it's very important for us all to kind of share those experiences and, and, and look out for each other. So Jason, he basically was my marketing manager at that point in time. And he just... He was sharing my stuff while I wasn't there and, and you know, checking in with me. And, and then he was making sure everyone else was helping too. And I think that's one of the things that kept me alive in the space is that like, you know, it's not just about the art, it's about the community as well and, and the friends that I've made and the connections. Everyone is generally trying to help each other succeed, which is just, I've never experienced anything like that before in the art space. It's usually dog eat dog. I come from corporate background as well. It's like everyone's climbing over each other to get to the top, right? So that, um, and I never lost the passion for art. I've, I just was really upset that I wasn't able to even go out and create anything because I like I just couldn't, I was just sleeping. Like I was so mentally exhausted that I couldn't even fathom driving to the beach to take some shots. So I think it was like, more of a disappointment that I'd gotten to that point without realizing what I was doing. Um, and I just promised myself that it was never going to happen again and that I would get better. And eventually, you know, it didn't take long. It wasn't months or anything. It was just a few weeks of rest. And then my wife said to me, like, look, I've got the kids. Why don't you go to wherever you want your favorite place and just shoot some photos, like just take the day and go and do some photography because I know you miss it. And then, you know, how lucky am I to have a partner like that, that supportive, like that just, I felt guilty leaving it with the kids, but then that day is a, it, it, that's a very important day for me because I did get that joy back and I realized that it is a part of what I want to do and who I am. Um, and I just loved it. I didn't even get any photos that I was happy with, but I just really relished that day to shoot from sunrise all the way through to sunset and go home. So yeah, that, that would be probably the biggest point for me. I was like, okay, I can do this now, like, let's go. And and like I said, it's just more balanced and more healthy approach to the whole side of it. And I've just been lucky to have that success, like you said recently, that it's fired me up. I'm like, okay, I can do this, let's go, let's go. <laughs> That's fantastic, mate. Thanks for sharing, you know. Uh, I think it's really important to to share that thing because I know that when, when people see us on social media, you know, they might not see this, um, not only because... Um, not only because there's a lot more um, successes we share on the social media, but also the algorithm make it so that, you know, we don't see everything. So even if we share it, they might not see that. So um, it's exactly, um, you know, the, the reason why I started this podcast is that, you know, I want to share with uh, people who are trying to get there uh, to realize that it is simple, but it is not easy, you know, to, to get there and you just share a whole lot of jam there. So um, I know Jason. Jason is um, is such a, a beautiful human. Um, yeah. He's uh, yeah. yeah. He's, uh, it's it's great to be able to you know to build relationship like that uh, through social media, right? <laughs> of all as, and he's like yeah. all the way in Hawaii, right? So <laughs> I think that's what's really cool about it, and. Um, you know, a lot of people say a lot of negative thing about whatever it is, but I think if they focus on the good, they might find more benefit than focusing on the bad itself. Um, I think at the end of the day, there's always something bad about 
whatever it is we're doing, whatever it is in life. And it looks like yeah. you have that approach. So that's that's incredible. Um, actually, when you share that story, I have like a goosebump because I know exactly how that feel where you just go out, you know, you just you just take photo you don't get any photo that's that's like crazy beautiful or anything like that but you just feel so happy to be able to get that feeling back so i'm glad that you're able to do that mate um you know um, but sounded like you have an an, uh, an amazing wife um, who is supportive of you um you know that takes you through this whole thing and you know just hearing that i was like Wow, maybe I should um, have her in the podcast. <laughs> inspiration. <laughs> Next time. Yeah, no, she's, she's an amazing woman. Yeah, she is. She's just been such an incredible mum and uh, got me through some really hard times. So, yeah, I have to shout her out for sure. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, I think that's, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's the real partner in life, right? Um, through thick and thin. Um, yeah. So that's, that's really cool. Um, so, you mentioned earlier that there are some pieces, you know, that you have, you know, that takes a long, long time for you to put out that, you know, you keep um, dabbling on, that you keep playing around with until you're finally happy with it. Um, is there any piece that come in mind? I would love to hear a, a story behind that and what makes it so difficult to put it out there. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, that's a good question. There's a few that come to mind. Um, I guess the the pieces I have on foundation definitely fit that bill at the moment. They're the ones that that there's a picture of Bronte Rockpool that I designed as a guitar. Um, it took me a good year to get happy with that and and to create that piece, um, just because I had to keep returning from. I was originally living over in Northern Beaches. And having to drive to Bondi and Bronte was like an hour or two, like to get there in traffic. So I think I went back like seven times to get the light and the way I wanted a wave coming over the pool. And, you know, that sort of approach, it took me a lot of work to get that. And then finally to get the shot and then create the composite with the guitar image over the top. And I think there's like hundreds of layers in Photoshop for that one. Um, so that is the kind of thing I'm talking about in terms of like the process and and how um, I just keep pushing and pushing until I'm 100% happy with it. I'm still not 100% happy with that one. Like I still see things in there and I'm like, oh, I could have got, you know, one of the shadows is slightly off, but I don't know, people haven't seemed to notice. So, <laughs> um, but I've got actually one that, like I said, is about four years old now, which was um, a picture that Mer Watson shared. I don't know if you know Mer from the, um, she's a drone She um, did a an FFA challenge where people could edit her work and a, a bunch of other people on Instagram as well. And um, I entered, I tried, I tried to enter a picture of hers. I entered another shot from another photographer, which did really well. But um, Mer's one was Bromo uh, Volcano in Indonesia. And what I wanted to do is actually cut out the volcano itself, the smoke, all the layers, the foreground, background, middle ground. I wanted to animate a 3D camera through it. And so like I've done the work, but it just doesn't look quite right. And I don't want to share it because it's not like to, in my head, I've got the picture of what it needs to look like and it's not there. So um, that's one that I'll keep working on and keep brushing up my skills on. And, um, you know, I could easily just outsource it to someone and could like get, you know, a, a really 
high tech animator and say, hey, this is the brief and, and get it done. But I'm determined to, to make it work myself and, and to keep improving those skills. So yeah, that's probably one. I've got heaps of others if you want to hear more stories. <laughs> That's that's awesome, man. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's it's cool that you have some that you know you just put out there and you 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 don't procrastinate and you just um, you know you're okay with those imperfections. But there's some that you're really close to and you have that vision in your head. I think you know a lot of us. I think that's that's what makes it um, makes makes it hard to put out there because we have this vision. We have been thinking about it. We have been picturing it, but. It just doesn't seem right. It's like you know. So I totally, uh, I totally can relate to that. That's that's fantastic. Well, um, David. So you know, you you shared a lot with uh, a lot of um, how you get started with your photography. Also, you know, where um, some of the struggles that you came across, and you made a lot of success um, in the NFT world, um, as well as you know, in um, in the Solana um, blockchain what um what's what are you excited about in the in the coming future is there anything that you're excited um about you know in real life as well as you know maybe in the in the metaverse or in the nft world um yeah so in real life i definitely um am looking forward to this whale season and getting some more what captures around the whales i've been documenting them for about five years now so it's been awesome to kind of follow that journey with the, the calves coming back down the coast in September as well. They keep having babies every year and the numbers are getting stronger, which is really, you know, it's such a positive thing to see in our world at the moment with, you know, a lot of doom and gloom in around the environment and nature. So I think for me, being a lover of animals and nature, seeing something positive every year happening is, is very important for me to keep hoping in what's going on around the world. So I'm excited about that. Um, I'm excited about being a dad and, and raising my kids well and, you know, just focusing more on that challenge and, you know, because I've, I've sort of gravitated to work more than looking out after them because I'm good at working hard and I can sit on the computer and edit videos and I'm a powerhouse behind the, behind the uh, keyboard. But when it comes to kids, it scares the hell out of me. Um, <laughs> They're challenging and I'm not, you know, I'm not a master of it. And I don't think anyone is. So I kind of need to, I'm excited about being a better dad and, and spending time with them and, and getting out in the, on the trampoline and the, the, you know, the fort and watching them just enjoy life and taking them out to experience photography as well. You know, that's something that um, I'm really excited about. They're not at a level now where they can handle, you know, sunrise and sunset missions, but I think once they're old enough, I've already got cameras for them. And yeah, I really want to share that with them and pass on the love of the ocean and, and hiking and the wilderness that my dad did to me. You know, that was one of the best gifts he ever gave me. And so if I can do that for them, I'll be very proud. Um, in terms of the metaverse, excitement is um, just building that base. Like you said, I think... Um, on uh, Solana, I've been able to get 12 new collectors and that's been huge. And I've realized that, you know, it's not just about the money, it's more about connecting with people who connect with your art and building that base. And then I think eventually the business will side of it will take care of itself as long as you can um, get more people sharing your art and interested in your artwork. So I'm really excited about where Solana is going to go actually. Um, and yeah, like I said, we focus there a lot. The 
community is amazing. Like the, the collectors are thanking me for my art and DMing me and going, wow, so glad I got your piece. Thanks so much. And it's like, well, hang on, no, thank you. <laughs> so it's really refreshing to see that. I've had, you know, I've had some success on Ethereum, but like it's so saturated and so competitive. I think it's a different, a different world and Solana's sort of more up and coming. So yeah, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, that's great, mate. I think that's, um, you know, that's, that's what we look for as an artist. I mean, of course, you know, it's important to, be able to sell our art because we, um, you know, that's our social currency, like um, to survive, we need money. Um, but being able to um, sell an art to someone who truly appreciate it, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's priceless, you know the appreciation yeah. just um I, I know that feeling and i know how how much it, it, it it's more important than than the money so that's amazing mate um kudos to you and massive congratulations on your success i'm very happy for you to make that happen thank that's, that's thank amazing. you man i appreciate that thank you so uh, much no worries man uh, you definitely deserve it because um yeah i know because we were like uh, we we're gonna do like a podcast and you're like no i'm busy doing this it's like oh yes that's cool and you know and the next thing i know it's like that's all that it's like wow that's crazy man that's awesome um <laughs> yeah so we're coming to the end of our podcast now david and uh, one thing that i always ask my guests is if there is one advice that you could um give um to the audience out there whether it's photography advice life advice whatever it may be um what would that be um i think my biggest lesson that i've learned in this past sort of couple of years is um whatever you're doing like do it with intention um like don't just kind of you know social media particularly and this this space that i mean we're talking about nfts um you can get caught up in just doing and doing and doing and trying to get into every single thing that's happening in a very fast kind of um, uh, rapid pace environment. But one thing that's really helped me is to sit back and breathe and go, what am I actually trying to achieve here right now in this moment? Like, what am I doing? Is it going to be productive for me um, is it important do I need to do it right at this moment or is there other things that I can focus on um, and so just bringing consciousness and awareness into your everyday routines and trying to get things done quickly and efficiently um, so you have more time for enjoying the things you enjoy and getting outdoors is very important for me and everyone I think um, and not just trapped at a computer, focused on, you know, the, the social media and all these things. I think that's quite uh, toxic for human beings in, to have too much of that. So, yeah, that'd be my best advice is just to be really kind to yourself, look after yourself and, and then those, your friends and family that you love around you, make sure you spend time with them. Um, and, you know, you could balance it out then with what you love to do online and, and with the art side of things as well. Fantastic, mate. Um, yeah, I think that's really important to 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 be able to find that balance. And um, you know, you, you say it yourself. You know how you kind of share your burnout. So um, yeah, um, thanks a lot for that uh, advice. And you know, I'm sure the audience will find that um, inspiring. Now, um, for the people who want to learn about you know who you are and your art and your photography. You know, uh, where uh, where can they find you? 
Um, so Twitter's probably the best place to connect at the moment. That's where I'm most active. So at New Light Visuals is my handle. Um, but I'm in the middle of creating a link on my website. I have newlightvisual.com as a website. You can contact me there for anything and check out my work. Um, and I'll be creating a page on there with all of my Web3 art as well, instead of my link tree. Incredible, man. Um, that's awesome. So we'll, don't worry, um, um, guys, we'll put all of that link on, um, you know, on the description below. So you could literally just click on it. But thanks a lot for being here. Thanks a lot for sharing your journey, you know, um, not only your successes, but also um, the struggles that you come across. Um, I know for every success, there's always a struggle. I've never seen somebody succeed without it. So um, I think it's really important to be able to recognize that and um, to be able to acknowledge that um, so that you don't, you know, fall to this false belief that is just an overnight success. Um, so David, thank you very much for being here and um, sharing this knowledge. Um, and yeah, um, is there anything you wanna share or before we wrap up? No, man, I just wanted to say thanks very much for um, having me on. I really appreciate the opportunity. And I know it took us a while to get here, but I'm, I'm stoked to finally have uh, met up with you, man, and see you in, in person. You know, you've been such a great supporter of me and I love your work and we've connected quite a lot online. So it's uh, it's really good. And I look forward to doing more with you, man. That's amazing. Yeah, that I think that's what's really cool about the online world. You know, like you get to connect with people all over the world. But um, that's also what's not cool about it. It's like when you're in online world, you cannot be in real life. And that's where the hard balance is, right? Like you say, like... Um, I, I remember when I came back from Nepal and came back to Twitter, I was like, oh, I get to see these people again and talk to these people and see their art. <laughs> um, so it's, it's, you're right, the balance is really difficult and it's really important, but um, I'm glad to, um, you know, to have met you, to have seen your art and came across your art and have you here. So that's incredible. Well, Wiki Hunters, thank you very much for tuning in and um, check out David's work. Um, he has some incredible work. I love, um, you know, his uh, pieces on um, on the coast, on Australia coast, um, capturing these beautiful moments while people are serving, as well as some of um, really unique moments of the wildlife that came across um, his drone. So that's really incredible to be able to um, see that and um, see how much it, 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 it energizes him as a creator. Um, but for those of you who enjoy this podcast, um, don't forget to um, hit the subscribe button and give a little bit of review. And with that being said, I'll see you guys next week.